Welcome to episode five of our podcast, where we help people that travel Michigan to explore new spots and find new things and hopefully shed some lights on some areas that people might not know about. And a few of the gems are in the Livingston County Brighton area, and I thought that we'd cover that today. So kicking this thing off, we went to the, it's Livingston County, but most people would consider it Brighton or Howell. Yeah, that, that general area. And the reason why we jumped around so much that day is we were actually trying to get out and get some cool photos of color, of the fall colors, and um, see it, what was happening in that area. We've never experienced it before, so we just kind of picked a few random spots and thought, these, they popped up in a few different articles and things that we read and we thought those were the best spots to go to. The first one was the Kensington Metro Park, which I know that the park is named that. I don't, I forget what the name of that lake is that we went to. Uh, I, I forget as well. It, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't matter because right. it's connected to it. Yeah. And we put in there, that's a big lake and especially for like just a down, like a pretty, um, I guess like a area that's like pretty populated. Yeah. That's a big lake to just be plopped into the middle of it. Mm -hmm. And it was pretty cool. Um, the first thing that we did is there was a little marina that we uh, put in our paddle boards next to it. And there's a couple of islands in a peninsula and we kind of paddled out to that area. And I'd say that the color was at like probably 50% like colored yeah. at that time. There's some definitely some starting to change, but still a lot of green. It was still a pretty nice day. I am out that day. There was like a little like yacht club yeah. sailboat uh, activity going on, which in that marina, that's what was in there. Mm -hmm. um, and then, yeah, out of those islands, there was, I mean, it was big. The, the park was big. and uh, But out of those islands, there were picnic tables, which I thought was yeah. interesting. A couple of them were peninsulas. I guess a couple were islands. Uh, but there was like three different times where there was like a picnic table in the water, which I know that wasn't on purpose <laughs> right. um, by the people that you know run the park and all of that, but um, very weird. Actually, one of them was just right at the edge. I actually paddled up to it and took a seat for a minute and uh, just kept my feet on the board, uh, which was kind of nice, but that was a funny, funny part of that. Well, I think that part of that is, and what makes this paddle a, a fun one is, Anytime there's islands or corners or different things to see in one paddle, that's when it makes it exciting. It doesn't really matter where you are. Like, sure, you can take an ocean-ready kayak on the National Lakeshore of Munising and see the cliffs and it's like, wow, you know, do that, get a guide, go do that kind of thing. But if you're just in what would be considered like a Michigan lake, a spot that you can kind of explore different spots where you don't know what's around the next quarter. And sometimes mm -hmm. it's just a picnic table yeah. and it makes it for something interesting to explore because you didn't know that it was there. Right. And then you get to experience it the way that you wanted to because at the time there was two other sailboats on that giant lake and then just us. Yeah. So. I think one of the coolest parts about that is I'm sure some of you have been there or live in the area. So we'd love to hear more from you guys about this area. But uh, I've always, when I drive in that direction, I always would see that lake and I was like, oh wow, this is cool. Like, what is this lake? There's no, like there's no homes on it or whatever. And then after I did a little more research and we actually went there, 
um, I was like, oh, I've seen people like tagging photos from there, and uh, it all makes sense now. But yeah, the whole area was pretty cool. I mean, there was there's beach um, that we didn't do that day because it was a little late in the season. There was a water park. Yeah, there. So like, there was stuff going on. There was it was it was big, and you could drive around the whole thing. It was definitely from you know where where I live now and and where I grew up. Like that area is a destination. I've never spent extended periods of time in that yeah. spot. So. Uh, I couldn't imagine how or how great that would be for people that live in that area. Yeah. You can buy like an annual pass and just go there all the time and have access to all of these spots. We in in Grand Rapids, we actually hope for a spot like we'd love to have a spot like that. Yeah, I mean, for sure. And to take advantage of it, that could be a spot that you go and paddle every week. Yeah. You know, you could make it a place where it's just a daily exercise place or somewhere that you go out and just like you do four or five different things in that whole area. So that was pretty cool. Um, then we went into Brighton and we stopped at that place that was the Brighton Coffee House and Theater. That was cool because behind it is what they call the Mill Pond. Is that what that is? Yeah. Um, and that's cool because it had like a little deck and then a little walkway that you could kind of explore and, and do that whole bit. Um, that was actually one of the you recorded yourself walking around that with your iced coffee that day, and you said, where am I? That was like one of our first things on TikTok that really got like extreme amount of engagement. Yeah. Everybody was like, Brighton, I'm from Brighton. Why are you in Brighton? Do you live in Brighton? Like, it was crazy how many people knew where that was. Right. And saw that video and commented on it, and it was kind of the beginning of some of the fun we've been having on TikTok. Yeah. Um, so the second part that we went to was the Brighton State Park. And I don't know if you remember that spot in particular, but we went there because we were just checking everything out. And um, that was where they had those spots where you can hang up your hammocks. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. We didn't stay there for very long. We actually... Um, and I think... Uh, I'm trying to think. Was that actually... I, I know that they're all... We always joke about... What's a state park? What's a recreation area? Yeah. All this stuff. And I think that's a, a fun thing to, to learn about. So uh, that one, I think that was like Brighton recreate, State Recreation Area. So um, it was just, a state park, but then usually there's recreation area attached okay. to it. I'm always trying to remember how that works. And it's like when people are like, where should we go? It's like, oh, there's state parks, state land, recreation areas and all of that. So I was just trying to remember what that one was. Because they have a huge recreation area there, yeah. which is... Um, yeah, it's a recreation area is usually just less kept um, than the state park. But then, and I could be like wrong on this, but this is the, the overall view of it. And then your recreation area, there might be special interest group like uh, people who take care of a trail in that particular area for mountain biking and it's designated for that. Okay. So it's a little bit more of a specific sport rather than just like a park with picnic tables okay. and that kind of thing. But this one had the, the hammocks yep. and you could just hang those up and you had never seen those before. No. And but that that leads into I've spent a lot more time at state parks than you have, and it was pretty cool because we went during the week in the fall because we were just checking out fall colors, and you again we just sat in those hammocks because we had the whole spot to ourselves and it wasn't interrupted with a bunch of people or doing that kind of thing so it was kind of relaxing I guess. Yeah, definitely. I always joke that I don't actually spend as much time in my hammock as I want to. It's yeah. usually like for a few minutes or or whatever. And that time I actually sat back and enjoyed it for a little while. And it was it was super easy because 
you didn't have to seek out like the right perfect spot with right. the trees the right distance apart. It was like hook, hook, sit. Yeah. Um, so one of the spots that we went to in between these two spots is we went to Aberrant Ales. And I think I'm saying that right. If I'm not, please don't just roast me on it. I'm just <laughs> trying my best here. <laughs> but um, we went there and they they haven't been open for too long. I think they said like a, maybe like a year or something like that. Um, and they had really good beers, but then when we were there on Taco Tuesday, that was pretty much the best deal that I've experienced in a long time. Yeah, it was walked in, and uh, it had just it hadn't been open that long for the day. Yeah, and so there are a few people in there, and we're like, all right, it's our first time here. You know, what should we get? And they told us about a couple of the beers, and they're like, it's also Taco Tuesday if you're hungry, and we were. So it was like, that was it was so awesome. Like yeah. quick, it was it was really good. And it is exactly what we needed to keep on with the day. When you're doing what we do, which is trying to explore all these spots, looking for good um, photography, like that kind of thing, a quick and good meal is one of the best things that you can have happen. Because I love a good sit-down restaurant with friends and to hang out and, you know, have some, have a couple cocktails or whatever. But a place like that, a quick service place where I can be like, yes, I'd like three, please. Mm -hmm. They bring them out. And then you can just be done. Like that was, it was perfect for what we were trying to do. Oh yeah, that was a great stop. So then the last thing that we did is we went to the uh, Pinckney Recreation Area. That was a rec, and we went hiking, just a quick hike because again we were looking for color in this one specifically, and I'd say that they were probably at like a thirty percent. So we got some cool shots of some like colors were really starting to pop in certain areas, but we hiked that whole little area there, and there was that one tree that the face looked like an old man. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> um, but overall, what I figured out in Brighton, in the, the Livingston area, is there's a lot of spots to be able to pop out, enjoy something. I've spent more time in their larger recreation area. It's called uh, Island Lake. Um, I went and did a... a paddle there before so I've been there two or three times and every time I haven't had to duplicate the adventure and that's the fun part is when you have spots that are you have three four five six seven different spots that you can go and see and enjoy something different I think that that's important especially when you're saying like well this is my 20 mile radius in which I like to do stuff you could spend a good portion of the summer there not seeing the same thing over and over and over again oh yeah uh and that just, I, I, we can touch on this, and I mean, it's really what we do overall is there throughout the state, every location has their spots, mm -hmm. you know? So uh, if you talk about, again, like where you were either raised or where you live now, like you think about what's around me, and there are some spots where, to me, seeking out a destination for, for a trip uh, whether that's a day trip or going to see friends or just going overnight for something, there are so many new spots to find no matter where you're at. And that's like, again, I drove by that one lake on the highway. I don't even know how many times in my life. And I was like, I didn't really know much about it until we actually researched and, and went out on it. And then yeah. I was like, realized that a couple people that were connected with on Instagram is like, that are from, oh, this guy's from Howell, and he's actually paddling there often. It's like, yeah. I never knew where he was, and there it is, and it's a great spot. Part of this exploring the way that we did is our family kind of taught us to take advantage of wherever you are with what you have, and 
I actually started traveling with a lot of my gear because if I was on, um, if I had a business trip to go on or a meeting that I had to go to or um, a family gathering, I started taking advantage of what was in between those two spots. So it was like, oh, I'm here and I need to go to a port here on because I have family there and then we're going to come back. Well, stopping for two hours, if you have all your gear always packed and always ready to go, really mm -hmm. allows you to take advantage of some of those things that maybe if you planned it and tried to put all this stuff out there, it would be um, more difficult than just saying like, I have these four things that I do and I'm going to go find a park to do it in. Yeah. And um, that whole area was just packed full of those things. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, un what is the word I'm looking for? It was like, it was, I knew it would be cool, but then it ended up being more fun than I even expected from popping around those days, that day. Yeah. So we're going to move on to the next section of it. We've been getting asked questions, and if you haven't listened to us talk about the Grand Rapids Paddle, I asked Andy at the end of it a few questions about him so that you guys could get to know him a little bit better because we've been getting some questions. And we also played the Ask a Michigander section where you answered some rapid-fire questions. Mm -hmm. So now we're going to play my responses to the rapid-fire questions right now. I'm Nick Bailing, and I'm a Michigander. How much is it to cross the Mackinac Bridge? It's $4. Where is up north? Oh, the Upper Peninsula is up north. The best Great Lake? Lake Superior is the best Great Lake. Favorite season? Right now, it's fall. What is the biggest fish you've ever caught? I'd say a salmon, about that. Pike, about that big. Draw your last road trip on your hand. Here and back. From Grand Rapids to Brighton. What Michigan animal would you want to be? I'd want to be a moose. Favorite Michigan sports team? NMU Wildcats. Point your hand where Port Austin is. Here. Camp, cottage, or cabin? I go to a camp. Ketchup or gravy on your pasty? It's gravy or nothing. Spell Mackinac City. M-A-C-K-I-N-A-W-C-I-T-Y. Is that right? I think so. Those were my responses, and now Andy has a couple questions that I haven't seen before and he's gonna ask me and then uh, we'll see where it goes. All right, so first, it's winter right now. Mm -hmm. So for you, you know, being in Michigan, we embrace all the seasons, you have to. Uh, so what does a perfect winter day look like for you? So like it's a Saturday, you wake up, go. So it's gonna be one of two things. Number one is if I have a day where it is freezing i don't like it to like be like hot or anything like that but where it's like temperate enough that i can put gear on and then just be outside all day where i'm just not dealing with the wind or i'm not dealing with insanely cold stuff and then it's snowboarding for an entire day where you know that you have a spot when you're done to like a hotel room or you've rented a cottage nearby or something like that where you can just go out all day come home eat something or go to a restaurant, you know, and then go back out onto the hill for the night skiing because a nice night of night skiing, I know that you don't get as much of the hill, but there's just something special about that whole part of it. Yeah. And actually it's funny when you talk about that because, um, I've never been out West, um, snowboarding or skiing. And what I didn't realize until people really more told me is like, that's not really a thing. The hill right. closes because like the mountains are huge and right. it's like, you're not going to run lights through a, a whole mountain. So like, 
it's like a pretty cool part of being able to go to the skiels around here at night. I agree. That's really fun. Then the second part of what I like is if in the winter you can find open water. Now preface that with, I've got wetsuits that are made for surfing winter. So like I'm good. Right. Uh, but if you can go out there on a totally calm day and paddle around when there's like chunks of ice floating around and doing that kind of thing, I think that's one of the most fun things because it's almost like, it's not that I shouldn't be doing it because you definitely are allowed to be doing it, but it's paddling when most people aren't. And so then it right. feels a little bit more special is why I like it. So it's either embracing the actual winter activities or mm -hmm. doing the thing that I typically do in summer in the winter time. Yeah, that's fun one. I agree. I love doing that. All right, so next question. Um, on your personal so social media, yeah, you open Instagram right now. Um, what, are, what are you following? What's showing up in your feed? <laughs> That's a great question. I know it will be an interesting answer. Yeah, so it's going to be one of three things. It's going to be um, like MMA fighters. So it's going to be um, Muay Thai kickboxers, MMA fighters uh, showing their stuff or showing highlights or whatever. It's going to be costume builders from all over the world who are the best at designing costumes, some that make original stuff for movies and then some that make like the cosplay replica stuff that goes into Comic-Cons because if you haven't been on my Midwest Thor account, that's the only thing that I'm posting is the stuff that I've made in the past. And then the third thing is what you'd actually expect from us. And uh, that's people out doing their things. Um, it would be breweries, coffee shops, uh, people out uh, exploring outside. Uh, Evan Erickson, uh, different artists from NMU that are doing all their stuff because I like to support the people that have been around and I went to school with. And so it'd be other people like that. All right. Cool. I knew that would be a, an interesting one uh, because I'm much different than you in the fact that we have some overlap in interest, but then one thing you didn't say is any team sports, which I, <laughs> I like to follow professional sports and college sports and you don't, you, I mean, you'll like be in the room with games on, but you don't like seek out to follow stuff like that. And, it never uh, even it never even occurred to me to follow any kind of team sport on a social media page. Yeah. That's how far away from that I am. Right. Like I didn't even why would you even do that? I guess is like not that I'm against it, but like what what do they provide? Right. I mean <laughs> everything you would need to know as a fan. <laughs> so but it is funny because then you follow like uh, you have like a hybrid. You're you like to make costumes and you also don't necessarily follow any team sports, but you I think you follow Gritty, the mascot from the Philadelphia Flyers. <laughs> That's the one that I follow. Because when that thing came out, that was the best. That was the best marketing thing. That was the best character that I've seen. And that's a costume, so right. I was into how he moves because his belly has a whole section that's completely separate from the rest of it. And if you know, I mean, I made a Sully costume that stands eight feet tall and has an eight foot wingspan and I'm still watching that belly going, how does that thing work exactly? So, yeah. All right. Next question. Uh, if today someone gave you a hundred thousand dollars that you had to spend today, mm -hmm. what would you go buy? And this is not a like, Oh, well 
I'd buy a house. Like right. it has to be like something like that you would never, never get. Like we always joke that like I say, oh, I don't know, maybe I'd go buy like a crazy supercar. And right. I know that's not going to be your answer. So what would you buy? It would actually be those two things combined perfectly. So I can't buy a house and I can't buy a crazy supercar, but can I buy a crazy house that drives? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if I, if you just handed that to me and I had to go buy something, it would be an RV, a small RV, not necessarily a sprinter van, but sprinter size, um, yeah. something they can park in a normal parking spot that I can put all of my gear in. And I mean, that's the dream to have that thing to where I can drive it to where I want to go and explore all the spots. And when you're done, I just talked about when you're snowboarding and you go back to your, the cottage, but if you're paddleboarding and your home is already parked in the parking lot, I just don't think there's anything better than that. And that would be the dream that I would spend the money on. And in fact, if I can make that happen anytime in the next five years, I'm going to be one of the happiest people that's ever lived. I actually, when I wrote the question down, I didn't even think about it, but like, that's just such the obvious answer. <laughs> I should have just been like, what type of RV do you want? Yeah. Uh, I've been trying, I've been researching and trying. I, I own a, a truck camper right now and it does well. But it's a lot of work to have that be my daily driver and then put that on the back and then drive it to spots and it's not exactly like a perfect setup. And if I could just have that, it would change how I travel. Uh, my dog Hazel could come with me and because she needs a lot of space. Um, and one of the coolest things about having a smaller camper or a smaller um, RV like that is if we're in a spot, then that's just where you are. And I think that that's something that I really have been trying to get to because even when we're out, it might be like, oh, we're gonna go here all day. Uh, we just talked about Brighton mm -hmm. for like uh, 20 minutes about all the things you can do there. Right. But if I go there, I have to leave or I have to go there and then I have to find a place to stay. Right. RV would fix all of my yeah. problems. All right. All right, my last question is, uh, so if you follow along with us, you hear us talking about spots. Like we're in Grand Rapids, that's where we live now, both mm -hmm. of us in the general area. Uh, we are raised in Sault Ste. Marie, so that's where we grew up. And then you went to school and then stayed a while in Marquette when you went to NMU. So of those three spots, um, as someone that lived there, what was your favorite part of each of those? Locations? Oh, yeah, that's awesome. So, Sault Ste. Marie, where my family's from, um, the lower river, um, if I'm talking about specific spots, yeah. there's a spot off Rotary Park where there's a series of islands, and they're just so cleverly named Island 1, 2, and 3. <laughs> yeah. They've renamed one Voyager Island because of what they did in that area. I think that that's one of the best strip of lands in the Midwest, and I'm going to say across the entire country, but I mean, someone's going to say, oh, there's a better, like, I think that that is one of the coolest spots to explore. And you have the ships going through right there. Mm -hmm. like awesome. Right there. Right there. Yep. Number two in Marquette. Um, that's so difficult to, to say. Um, there's, you have... Sugarloaf, you have all of Forestville where you can go do all, all sorts of different things. They, they have some stuff that feels like true wilderness out there, which I love going to. Uh, but there is just their beach that's just downtown, McCarty Cove. 
and I might have some nostalgia for that because that was when I was in college and that's where we'd all, there was just a stick in the sand and that's where everyone would say, oh, let's all meet at the stick. <laughs> and there's three months of summer in Marquette that can't be beat. I just, it just can't be. The, there's not a lot of humidity. You go, the lake is refreshing. Um, everyone's just hanging out, doing whatever you want to do. I love that, that whole area. Do you think um, the stick's still there? <laughs> I don't know. Um, and actually that whole stretch there, cause you have the ore dock, the old ore dock, and then the new one, um, and then little Presque Isle, like since it's downtown, I know that that's not like the, Oh, I know the spot. It's just so easy to go to that. You find yourself there more often than not. Yeah. So then Grand Rapids, that was the third question. Yeah. yeah. So where's my favorite spot? Um, that would be a lot tougher of a question because I have a lot of spots. Like if there's a spot that I like to go to, I mean, it's probably Founders Brewing Company if we're talking about downtown. <laughs> right. Um, but if I'm going to be going out, are we considering like the shore? Like, Yeah. I mean, just from being, from living in this area, like what, it, what do you like to do? Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's anything better than if you can get a spot and uh, go eat. Uh, at the deck in Muskegon. Yeah. Their barbecue is insane. I just, we've just found out that they're expanding. So yeah, that's going to have like a huge outdoor area on the beach that will be really cool. Yep. And if you can catch that spot in the right day for surfing, like that's a lot of fun. So it doesn't really matter if it's Grand Haven or, oh man, see, now I'm having trouble. Yeah, because now you're going to say back in your truck camper up at City Beach in Grand Haven for the day. <laughs> That's really close. Back in my, because then you go to Oddside when it's over. Yeah. So um, I'm struggling because I know of so many good spots. It's like, where do you go to and, and enjoy it the most? But mostly it has to do with getting access to Lake Michigan, the water, the sandy, sandy beaches and that kind of stuff. Yep. All right. And the last, I had one other question that I wrote down. This can, doesn't need to be a deep discussion. If you had to eat the same food every day the rest of your life for every meal, what would it be? Oh, it's almost become a running joke because in so many of the videos that I was making, I was eating tacos. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that it would probably be tacos because then it can be anything. Anything you can put into a tortilla is considered yeah. a taco. <laughs> right. So it would definitely be tacos. All right. That's so, it. That's the end of today's uh, conversation. We covered all the things that we like to do when we explore a new spot. It just so happened that this time it was Livingston County. Hopefully you got to know us a little bit more through the questions that we got to answer. Uh, subscribe, like, comment, review, do all the things that you would do on the platform in which you're listening or watching this. And I just want to say thanks for listening. Until next time, cheers.